You're listening to Stepping Stones of Faith. I'm Pastor Josh. I would like to invite you to embark with me on a journey, a journey of biblical study. Through practical application of the Word of God, it is my prayer that you grow in greater relationship with God through His Son, Jesus Christ. Please join me as we journey to the next Stepping Stone of Faith. All right, everybody, let's get into this Stepping Stones of Faith. I'm Pastor Josh. I'll be your host for today. Have you ever thought about which Bible translation is best, or how do you choose a Bible translation? Well, there's a lot of things that go into that. And today we're going to cover some of that, and we're going to cover what uh, what we think and what we believe to be a good Bible translation. And the quick answer, the quickest uh, podcast answer for that is, it's up to you what is best. Now, there's some things that we want to look at. I am at a website right now called BibleSociety.org.uk, Explore the Bible, which is the best Bible translation. So I will uh, link that in the description of the podcast and the video. So how do you choose a Bible translation? Well, there's a lot of things that go into this, and this website lays out some things. If you're new to the Bible, then there's a there's a specific thing for that. If you're reading it aloud, there's a specific thing for that. I'll be reading with other people. I want to study it in depth. Uh, reading in big sections at a time, following a reading plan. I want to get a sense of complexities and passage and what translators have wrestled with to create their translation. Okay, and there are some things here. So let's just say, for example, and for um, argument's sake, you're new to the Bible. What does it say if you're new to the Bible? Which would be best? It says, you might like to start with a translation that avoids too much technical language. Look for the look for one described as dynamic equivalent. Now, there are two different uh, kinds of things here. Dynamic equivalent and formal equivalent. Formal equivalent, equivalent is a word-for-word study, a word-for-word type of translation, meaning that it is not specifically, it, it can be, but it's not specifically a word-for-word-for-word translation, okay? So if you're new to the Bible, a dynamic trans dynamic equivalent is a thought-for-thought, which means it gives the, the reader a concept through a thought instead of through a word-for-word, okay? Now, if you're new to the Bible, a thought-for-thought. So um, let's say you want to read the Bible out loud. Dynamic equivalent. Okay, I'm reading with other people. It says to decide whether to help, what would help you, the same version, everyone everyone else, or a different one. Okay, and again, it's up to you, dynamic or formal equivalent. Now, if you want to go into a deep study, if you want to go into a study of, like I do, I love word studies, and I love doing the, going into the original language. I love those kinds of things. Then you want to go with a formal equivalent or a word-for-word study. Okay? So these are the kinds of things you want to look at. So if you want to look at the complexities, what does it say? Read a range of translations, choosing for at least two formal equivalent translations. So a range of translations. And that's kind of what I do, too. I read more than one translation. Um big sections, reading in big sections, like a reading plan. It says 
focuses more on dynamic equivalent. I use, uh, in my reading plans, I use formal equivalent, which is a word-for-word translation, because I'm a big accuracy guy. Okay, I like things to be accurate. It, it doesn't matter if it's hard to read, I want it to be accurate. Okay, so let's look at some things that are uh, formal and uh, formal and dynamic equivalent. Okay, things like the contemporary English version, I can tell you that is a dynamic equivalent. That is not a, um, not a, a formal equivalent. That is a dynamic equivalent. I can tell you that right off because I know that King James Version is a formal equivalent. 1611, it's a formal equivalent. So if you want word for word things, King James is good. Uh, New American Standard Bible is good. Okay. Uh, NIV is, is, is good for the dynamic equivalent. New King James is good for formal equivalent. So if, if, if I had to, if I had to range this down to my favorites, okay, my favorites for the formal equivalents, my favorite ones are these, and you don't have to get these. You don't have to, you don't have to look for these and buy these and read from these. And there are some that are not listed. Okay. My favorite in the formal equivalent Okay, my favorites will be King James Version, New King James Version, Modern English Version, which is not listed on this website, NASB, New American Standard Bible, that's NASB, English Standard Version. Those are, these are my favorites, my top three for formal equivalent. ESV, MEV, and NASB. Those are my top three for formal equivalent. If you wanted a dynamic equivalent, there's a few on this list that are good. Uh, or maybe, maybe, maybe one on this list. Maybe one. Okay. If you are a younger person or if you have if you want to understand the Bible, or a dynamic equivalent um, would be uh, the contemporary English version. Okay, if you want, if you're just getting into the Bible and you want to know those kinds of things, the contemporary English version or the NIV 1984 is the one you want for the NIV. There's a new NIV out there. I don't agree with it very much. Uh, the 1984 version is better than the 2011 version. I believe it's 2011. I would go with that. Now, for those are really my only two on this list that I would consider a good dynamic equivalent. The CSB is a new one. Uh, that's a good one. I've got a few of those. That's that's a good one for dynamic equivalent. If you're looking for uh, readability and 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 being able to read it out loud and and being understandable, those three are probably the the best that I can come up with. Now, if you are looking for accuracy and readability, the modern English version, which I read and I preach from on a on a regular basis, is accurate and it's readable. It's readable. You can read it out loud. You can read it uh, and understand it, and it's very accurate. 
So I would suggest that to someone who wants to be able to read read out loud over over the NIV and over the CEV. Okay, so those are the things that I would do. And then I would begin, you know, if you're new to the Bible, you, you pick one that you think would be good. Uh, you can pick what you want to pick. It's up to you. You can take this, you can take this podcast and this uh, video and you can, you know, take it or leave it. You can take my advice or you can come up with your own conclusions, really. But the, the, the crux of this, the whole key of this is not to focus so much on getting the Bible, which we should focus on getting the Bible, but don't make it a big thing. The big thing that you've got to make is the the getting into the habit, getting into the the idea that you have to read the Bible every single day. And it doesn't matter really which one you, you buy. If you prayerfully consider it, if you ask God to help you to understand it, you could buy the King James Version as a new believer, and, and if you sincerely ask God to help you to understand it, He will do that. He will help you to understand it. So understand that God really desires for you to get in His Word and put, your, put His Word in your heart and your head so that when you need it, you can, you can call back on it and you can get some understanding from it. That's really what God wants. You know, so focus not so much on the translation, although it is, it is nice if you're new uh, to get get one that you can understand and read, which I would suggest, just just another point here, I would suggest getting getting a couple different ones. Like I would get a uh, dy- dynamic equivalent, and I would get a formal equivalent, just to compare them. Or you know, there's there's so many websites out there now with Bible with with Bibles on them, you can compare them. You can do that way as well, but but I'm a big comp- proponent of paper Bibles, books. You know, uh, there's going to be a time coming up very soon where books aren't going to be books aren't going to be available in in paper form. I mean, there there'll always be a demand for them, but I don't know if it's going to be such a demand that there's they're they're going to be printing Bibles. I mean, there there's going to be coming up maybe a hundred years from now. Paper Bibles will no no longer be in existence. We don't know, but it's possible with all the with all the digital resources we have now, and so it is important, I think, to to do the research online, uh, get into the research online, look and see what it is, and try them out. Go to the go to the Bible apps. Go to the Bible like BibleGateway.com or Bible.com or whatever the case, whatever you choose. And just, just you know, look through them, read, read some of them, compare them, and really all the research you could do in your day, you know, you could do all the research. What's more accurate? What's not? What's least accurate? Whatever. You but 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 you need to read and you need to compare and you just get into it and then see what fits for you. Uh, my 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 advice to you would be to get a dynamic equivalent and then start with that. And as you grow in the Lord, and as you get to growing in the Lord, then go for a formal equivalent, and and keep the dynamic one, and and use them together. See how they compare. See how the the translators did the translations. See how they compare because that's important. That's a very important thing. I would suggest that. That's what I would suggest because there there's going to be there's going to be different uh, ways you're going to be studying the Bible. You might want to get into 
studying the word in an in-depth study. Or you might just want to sit down and read it and just get it into your heart and life. But there's different translations for different purposes, and I'm not against any of them. But it's important that we we know what we want to do with it. We understand what we want to do with it, and then we do research, and we and we actually get into the the actual websites where you can actually sample them, and you can see how they look, and see how they sound, and see what see what the wording is, and see if it matches the way you would want to read it. The point is to get it into your heart. That's really the point: is to read it. And not really focus on, do I need to get one that's more accurate than, than not more accurate? The point is to start reading it. You know, the point is to start reading it. And we, we tend so much to, to think about things, uh, not only in accuracy, which accuracy is good. I don't want to discount accuracy. We want to be accurate. We want to be accurate with the Word of God. We, we want to know what God says. We want to be accurate. We want to know to the best of our ability but we we get into not not only this kind of thing but you know whether the bible's a premium bible or whether the bible is is got top grain leather or it's bonded leather or if it's got 29 gsm paper or if it's printed in printed in another country or whatever the case and you know is it is it is it this company that prints print printed the 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 block you know the text block or which really it Quite honestly, quite honestly, get a Bible and read it, you know, figure out, you know, do your research. If you, I would suggest getting a dynamic equivalent like a NIV 1984, okay, and maybe a modern English version or something like, or a new King James version, getting both, getting both, and then just finding which one compares and finding which one is better and you have the the accuracy one for in-depth study and you have the dynamic one for readability okay so that would be my encouragement to you get a bible and read it that's the whole thing get a bible and read it and just trust god with it and allow god to minister to you through it prayerfully consider it allow god to touch your life through it and allow him to move in your life that's basically the whole thing basically the whole thing So, this is Pastor Josh. God bless.